what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, Meredith. How's it going today? It's going great. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm trying to stay healthy and safe and uh, you know, just stay at home and, and watch important shows like The Bachelor. I know. I mean, we don't have anything else going on these days. And you know, what are, what are you going to do on a Monday night when it's really cold outside? You're going to watch The Bachelor. Or the NCAA football championship. That, that was a little challenge with that, but you know, that game went on until midnight, so I was able to see the end. Oh, good for you. I didn't watch any of that. Well, your team, neither your team or my team was playing, but I, I like a good football game. So before we dive into last night's episode, I have some housekeeping for us to go over. Okay. Okay. Claire Crawley has been seen out with a new man. And this man was on her season, and she sent him home very early, like night one or episode two, that early, because, you know, Claire only had like four episodes anyways. And his name is Blake Monar. And you probably don't recognize this name, but this is important housekeeping to me because Blake Monar is who I picked to win Clayshia's season. Okay. Well, that's... uh... That's great. I, I, you know, I, I knew that we had Blakes around. I, I guess this is a different Blake than Canadian Blake that uh, ended up with Katie, I guess, Katie Thurston, uh, for a, a short period of time. So, uh, well, that's, that's good. So, so maybe you'll be vindicated in, in some of the picking where I've been beating you like a drum. Yeah, I just wanted to say retroactively I win that season now. Okay. Do you, do you have do you have other housekeeping, or is that it? No, that was it. Just wanted to toot my horn a little. Because to, that, that's to me, it's a little bit of a segue into one of my first highlights. In that, it sort of tickles me that Jesse Palmer keeps telling everybody that he's a happily married man and neglecting to say that it's not to the person he met on The Bachelor. I just find this amusing. It happened again last night when he introduced himself as the host to the um, to the ladies. And he's, he seems to just want to skate right over that, you know, and, and sort of present The Bachelor as this wonderful matchmaking machine. And it's not. Yeah, my roommate and I commented on that last night while we were watching. We were like, he's not with who won his show. This is this is weird. And, and he, he seems very quick to not want to mention that. Let's move along. <laughs> okay. Interesting high. What else do you have? Well, I just I just wrote down this to, to me. I was just amused that when I look at Clayton, he sort of reminds me of a Frankenstein type monster, and I just wonder if he if he was not the the quote unquote lead on this show, do you think that he would be having trouble getting dates? I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure yes. if this is a highlight, low light, or what. I'm just I'm just sort of it was more of an observation. I put this more in the low lights, but yes, I. I personally don't find Clayton appealing at all. Like, I am not into him. Don't think he's cute. It's all over TikTok that Clayton has basically matched on dating apps with every single girl in Missouri and that he's like a walking red flag. You know, people that went to Mizzou, you know, would warn each other, oh, 
look out for Clayton Eckert. He's not a good guy. Like, blah, blah, blah. This has been seen on TikTok. So it, it's some interesting info that we're getting here. I'm not on the TikTok, but uh, uh, and, and to me, Clayton seems like a nice guy. He just seems like a big average guy. And he's just so boring. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's so boring. I mean, he's a big uh, he's a big galoot. So I, I, I'm just sort of curious to how young ladies like yourself are, are perceiving him. So anyway, I was cringing so much last night every time. Clayton would go in for a kiss. He always had like, he just like always had to end it kind of with like a little one liner before he would go in. I don't know what it was, but it's like, um, like with Elizabeth, they were playing Never Have I Ever and just like Never Have I Ever Kissed the Bachelor. And he just has to do a little one liner. He's like, oh, well, I think we can change that. And then leans in for the kiss. And it's just ugh, gross. Well, he, he does seem like he wants to kiss all of the girls. He's, he's not shy about that. Yeah. So um, that's a low for me, but. Okay. I, I, I sort of like the, you know, I'm, I'm learning things. When, when Clayton was in the hot tub with Susie, he uh, wanted to make sure that everyone knows that he's not this bougie. You know, and I, you know, I think I wasn't sure what that meant when we first got started. And, and I guess he's not like one of those rich upper class people that spends too much time in the hot tub. Well, no, he's from Missouri. There are probably wealthy people in Missouri. Yeah, but I don't think that's the state you would uh, automatically think of when you think of bougie. I, I don't I, think it's in your top 10. I don't think I, it's in your top 25. I don't really. I hadn't really thought of bougie until this season. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning the new, some new words. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. There you go. Well, that that's put me into my first high, which was the first hot tub sighting of the season. I think we should try and have a hot tub count this season. Okay. So we're at one. Okay. Should we All set right. an over under where we think it'll be? How many episodes do we have? Like ten ish. I think let's set it at. 3.5. I'm taking the over. I would also take the over. <laughs> okay. I was I was thinking five to six, so I'm, I'm oh. I like the over. So, okay. Uh, I I was I guess the person that won the group date challenge, well the the group date obstacle course challenge, I think was Sarah. I think our wealth advisor from New York. I think and and our 23 year old wealth advisor. Well, I was struggling to find highs, so I, I go Sarah. So I, I was pleased that she won the uh, obstacle course just so uh, uh, Mean Girl Sinead didn't win it. Yeah, I my I only had two highs today. My other one was that we got some nice live music from a potential up-and-coming country singer, Anna Jordan. I like that we get to see some of these singers come in because sometimes they actually do – become something. And that's exciting to think. I saw them first on The Bachelor. Okay. I mean, she, and some of the, some of the acts that they bring on appeal to me more than others. Yeah. She was a meh to me. I didn't, it didn't really do that much for me, but fine. That, that's all my highs. <laughs> well, you, you won't appreciate my last high, which uh, was the commercial for Judge Steve Harvey, and uh, which just tickles me, who is the judge of common sense, 
and he is too fly to wear a robe. See, I'm just I'm just digging this new terminology. I don't know what too fly means, but I guess he means he's too cool to wear a robe. I don't know, but I'm I'm a Steve Harvey fan, and I'm 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 enjoying the concept of the judge Steve Harvey. Okay, I think we need to make a new rule that we no longer put in our Bachelor episode discussions things that don't happen on the show, aka commercials. Or the show that comes on after The Bachelor. I can't help myself. I'm a shill for ABC. <laughs> okay. I guess I sort of have another high, but it's sort of a low. We got to see Hillary Duff in this episode on the first group date. And apparently she's a big Bachelor fan. Um, she's now a mom to three. I think she's like 33 or 34 years old. Um, and she helped host a birthday party for a child. I thought it might be her child. No, just a random child. Um, but it goes into my low of why are we setting up for a child's birthday party with Hillary Duff? This is like the most random group date ever. This is not like a fun activity. It, it just felt weird. And I think the only reason it's happening is because the only thing we know about Clayton is that Michelle's students liked him. So these random kids at the birthday party, they'll probably like Clayton too. Let's do something with kids. Well, I, I, I took, I did not realize that this was, none of these children were associated to Hillary Duff. So it, that is pretty weird. Um, and, and I, I took it the same way that you're, you're taking it in that one of the few things that we know about Clayton is that he's good at connecting with children. So he's going to get into the bouncy area and let them pelt him with the uh, water balloons. Although these children, unlike the children that we met uh, during Michelle's episode, seem to be very rude and obnoxious. And it looked like they just told the kids to run around and be jerks. And, uh, and that's what they seem to be doing. So uh, it was not a very satisfying sort of a group date situation there. No, I would have much preferred some like pillow fight wrestling. I, I as a low light, I did put down <clears throat> that I thought there was a little bit of over exuberance for Hillary, Hillary Duff. And, and I, I remember Hillary Duff from some shows when you were a younger person. I don't really know. Lizzie McGuire. Okay. I, I don't think I paid too much attention to them. I don't, was it, was it, Shanae, who was uh, the person that was uh, uh, going crazy, I, it was it was no, one of the Shanae was girls. not on that date. It was Cassidy. Okay, Cassidy was she the one saying how wonderful that she was a big Hillary Duff fan? Yada yada yada. Yeah, she was a little over the top. She was a little over the top, but you know, people my age, Hillary Duff was like a cool star growing up. Okay, okay. My next low is that I just don't really believe that any of these women are into Clayton. And it makes it kind of hard for me to watch the show because I think everyone's faking it. Well, I, I, I guess I would, I don't know. To me, it's so early in this whole process for these people to be saying, oh, I'm so into you or we're, we have such a strong connection anyway. Maybe at some point you do or you will, but... Um, you know, it just seems very unrealistic uh, to, to think any of that's happening now. And uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I question any of these girls really thinking that uh, 
there's something too serious going on there. They're playing the game at this point in time. Some, some are obviously playing the game, and, and that sort of gets to our, our two mean girls, uh, Cassidy, who seems very happy to get on, on the camera and tell everybody that you know, she's, she's got no interest in making friends. She's got no interest in activities. She's just there to, to get Clayton and, and stomp on people all the way. And then her, her apprentice – uh, Sh- Shanae, what's her name? Shanae? Shinono. Shinono, um, who is, is basically taking lessons from Cassidy on, on, uh, how to get that man and, uh, uh, somehow more nuts and, and go <laughs> and be more nuts. So, um, yeah, I mean, for, I wrote down as a low light that, you know, to me, uh, I think that Clayton appears just totally in over his head. You know, I, I just get the sense, uh, you know, I, I don't do any background checking on how much, how active he is on dating apps or whatnot, but he just strikes me as a kid in a candy store that all of a sudden has 20 beautiful girls that want to make out with him. And he's happy to oblige them and, and basically is, uh, He's in over his head. He's very susceptible to, to someone like Cassidy who wants to sit on his lap and, you know, lick his neck or whatever she's going to do to get his attention. And uh, I, I just think he's uh, – this is not going to end well for anyone. <laughs> yeah, I I think as of last night's episode, I'm officially, like, anti-Clayton and – I kind of hope he ends up with someone like a Cassidy or a Shanae. I don't want him to be with someone cool like Susie. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hear what you're saying. I don't really uh, I don't really want him. I, I I'm I'm pulling for him. I think he seems like a nice guy. I just don't think he really. I I don't think he really belongs on this show. So anyway, I, I, my last weird. low is Shanae. Knocking some chicks down in the relationship red flags obstacle course. Not not the knocking her da- them down, but knocking them down and not even winning. You know, if you're going to make some enemies, you better make it worth it. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I have, I, you know, when we talk about wrong reasons, I can, I'm, I'm happy to talk about uh, our friend Shanae. Um, but uh, yeah, she, you know, she basically, yeah, both she and Cassie are just, talking way too much to the camera. I mean, I, I have to think that most people that come on this show are experienced enough or have watched this show that, to know that everything is going to get end up on camera. And if you want to come off as a jerk, they're going to be happy to oblige you. And it sort of seems like they've done that uh, calculation and, and, and they don't care. Although I, I got the sense at least one of them, I think Shanae, I, I, I got the sense might have been a bit overserved during at least one of the rose ceremonies. Well, I feel like Cassidy is she knows what she's doing in her one-on-one interviews and 
Shanae, I get the vibe that she doesn't really know what she's doing and how she's going to be portrayed. She she seems more simple-minded than Cassidy. I think let's just go ahead and get into our wrong reasons while we're here. Okay. So I'm sure we both have Cassidy and Shanae. I have Cassidy, Shanae, and and I actually threw uh, Clayton in there too. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, uh, in that, uh, I just think even at 250 pounds, he's uh, boxing above his weight class, and and someone like Susie just comes off as so out of his league that I, I'm just not sure what he's doing there. So yeah, but I also did have. Uh, Cassidy and Shanae, and I would give Shanae, if I had to pick one wrong reason, I, I would go with Shanae sort of for the for the reasons that you were saying in that um, you, you could make a case for Cassidy being there for the right reasons in that at least she's honest about why she's there. And um, Shanae, on the other hand, I think is just sort of an erratic, crazy person that I would avoid at all costs. Yeah, I put Cassidy first because that's what we got first in the episode. I wrote down, she lives in a life of delusion where her main goal is to mount Clayton poolside. She she was just on top of that man as much as she could be. And I'm assuming she's seen the show before, the way that she was coaching Shanae. So that's why I believe that she knows what she's doing when she's making herself the villain. Um, But I have seen, apparently she's posted um, stories to her Instagram where she's talking like very similarly as she does on the show. So it's not like just an act she's putting on for the show to get screen time. Like that seems to be who she actually is, which is unfortunate. So, 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 in terms of the wrong reason or just levels of evilness, how do Cassidy and Shanae rank for you? I think that Shanae is misguided, but she's doing more damage than Cassidy did. You know, her conflict with Elizabeth was absolutely ridiculous. It seemed to me that Shanae went to Clayton and made up this red flag about Elizabeth being two-faced because Elizabeth got to talk to Clayton first when Shanae wanted to. That's the whole reason. You know, if, if Rachel or Sarah had pulled Clayton first, you know, they could have been the one that had the red flag of being two-faced. I I agree with you. And, and I feel, I feel bad for Elizabeth and that, uh, yeah, I don't know if she's good, bad, or indifferent, but but I think she is getting dragged into the mud and, and not deserving to be dragged into the mud at this mm-hmm. point in time. And 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 Shanae throwing out this Elizabeth saying, you know, part of the reason that I might not have been listening to you is I have ADHD, and and um, and now Shanae is taking that and basically throwing it all over the place and and being a real jerk about it. So I, I, I found her to be the, the worst of the two. Yeah. You know, she told the whole group that Elizabeth had ADHD, which was not her information to share. And then, you know, is basically sarcastically talking to Elizabeth saying, Oh, I have ADHD too. Or like your ADHD is just an excuse for you to forget things you said to me and be two faced. And this conflict is really coming out of nowhere 
and we don't really understand why it's happening. And Sinead just doesn't really seem to want to drop it. And we see in the previews that we will continue to have it next week. Well, and, and of course, this all comes on on the heels of our last episode where they we, we left all these ladies toasting one another about how they've never been with such a wonderful group of people that support one another. And, and we sort of knew that that was not going to continue. Yeah. Well, Shanae seems like a total nutcase. She, she could have been overserved. She could just be a little, you know, missing a little bit of her brain. I don't know. But it, she does not seem to live on the same planet as we do. Reality. So, how, so, how, so who did you come up with for the right reason for this particular episode? I gave the right reason to Elizabeth because okay. I thought she handled the confrontation with Shanae really maturely considering Shanae like basically made up a lie about her and Elizabeth spoke to Clayton about how she was always trying to be kind to Sinead and I don't feel like she got too upset or defensive about it and when she spoke to Sinead the first time she was like as rational and calm as you could expect one to be when you're talking to someone who's basically acting delusional. I, I, I think that's a great choice. I didn't, and I didn't think of it, so I give you that credit. I, I was I struggled to find a right reason in this particular episode. That's probably the best one. I mean, there was there was one of the ladies that would when Shanae was crying and babbling about the, the fact that she wasn't getting any time, went to try to console Shanae. I, I think it was Marlena. I don't know, but whomever that is. I, I at least she seemed sincere in trying to say, hey, you're obviously upset. What's going on? Can I help you? Probably before she realized that uh, uh, Shanae is just evil. <laughs> I don't think that she was trying to uh, collaborate or anything. I, she seemed to really care. So I, I think it was Marlena, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but Remember then she, she didn't put two and two together after she tried to con- like console Shanae and Shanae's just like talking mad crap. About Elizabeth, and then they're all sitting around, and Clayton tries to pull Elizabeth for a talk again, because and he looks upset, and all the girls are like, something must have happened, like someone must have said something, and she's just sitting there having like no realization that, oh, it was probably Shanae who was just crying and talking about how much of a bitch that Elizabeth was. I'm, I'm reaching for something here, okay? I appreciate the effort, so, so uh, that's the only thing I could come up with. Okay. Well, I think I think I won the right reason this week. I agree. All right. Next MVP. We haven't talked about her too much, but she Susie got the first one-on-one date of the season and she just seems so awesome to me. Like very not even normal. She's better than normal and very cool, fun, like quirky. She said something in her interview before her one-on-one about how, you know, she was excited to spend time with Clayton, but wanted to make sure like they would vibe and like he wouldn't think she was weird. And she didn't seem just like she was going to be 100% head over heels. Like she wanted to make sure it was a good match. And she just seems way too cool for Clayton. And I hope she doesn't win because she would be a really good bachelorette or like queen of paradise. But I also like didn't see them have any conversations where it was like, oh, they have a good connection. It's just like they talk about, oh, we have a good connection. 
Yeah, it, it seemed like she was trying real hard to make conversation, and it just seems like he's not a great converser. Uh, no, he's not. And, and uh, she was making the effort. She seems lovely. Um, you know, uh, we know from her bio that she's a former, I think, Miss Virginia. So she's been through the beauty pageant thing, which I think probably helps people with the poise and, and being able to, uh, you know, look into people's eyes and have these conversations, whatever the conversations might be. Conversations, probably a little bit of a uh, overkill there, but uh, she seemed to have a very good night and, 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 and yeah, she seems delightful. Yeah, she. I've, I'm feeling good about that top four pick for the two of us. Yeah, I, I, I think that she'll be there as long as she wants to be. I wonder, if, as you were saying, I wonder if some of these ladies at some point have some realization that this is not the guy for me. I need to gracefully leave, although yeah. graceful and The Bachelor are generally not two words that go together. They, they realize Clayton's not for them, and they've been there long enough that they've gotten an enough Instagram followers and can probably make it to paradise. Uh, yeah. Sus Susie seems nice. I hope she doesn't go to paradise. Come on. I think she definitely has bachelorette potential. I, I would, I would agree with that. She, to me, looks like Hannah Brown a lot. Okay. Well, I couldn't pick Hannah Brown yeah. out, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Do you have some fatherly advice to wrap us up? So number one, and I guess I got this from from listening to Cassidy, is you know beware of of hubris and overconfidence. You know, Cassidy just comes off as oh, I'm, I'm going to stay here as long as I want, yada yada yada, and it's very grating. And sooner or later, it's going to bite her in the butt. And she's I, I I in normal times, if we had a bachelor that could put two and two together, she'd be gone. I assume that will happen, but maybe not. So beware of your you know, let's let's all let's all try to stay on an even keel out there. Um, I am not the style expert, but I took note that Clayton on the first group date was wearing a hoodie and a sport coat together. And, you know, I'm older. I couldn't get away with that. But I'm assuming that I, I think there's I, we got to take off some style points there. I don't think you're supposed to wear your sport coat with your hoodie. Maybe I'm old fashioned, but. I found that problematic. Do you have any feelings on this? I don't hate the look, but it's definitely not for older people. <laughs> okay. So so uh, when you and I go to visit Grandpa Steve, I should not take the, the, the hoodie sport coat uh, look down to Florida. No, or your jeans. <laughs> Moving along. Finally, my last piece of advice you know, Clayton seems at, at the very end of this episode, one of the women goes to maybe Sierra goes to uh, Clayton and says, by the way, I overheard the, I was talking to Cassidy. Uh, she's got a man on the side back home and Clayton is very upset by this. And I, and I number one, found it amusing that the guy that's dating 20 women might be upset that uh, you know, one of the ladies might have a man back home. But with that said, in terms of fatherly advice, if you're seriously going to date somebody, and I'm not sure we are in this show, but if you are, and, and this is for you, Meredith, and other folks, try monogamy. You know, monogamy can be a good thing. Let's let's stick with one guy. Um, and 
if you're going to date someone, even in a non-serious way, I don't think that you should go about bragging about your friends with benefits relationship to other people, because I suspect it could get back to the, the person that you might be dating. So that, those would be my two pieces of, or, or my various pieces of fatherly advice today. That's good. We didn't even talk about that little to be continued part at the end there with Cassidy's friends with benefits. To me, it's not that big of a deal that she has a friend with benefits back home. It's not like a boyfriend. It's not the same thing. She's not like in a relationship with anyone. But as we've discussed already, we think that she's seen the show plenty of times and is, you know, she's she's working with what she knows there. And I, I feel like she should have known better better than to go and tell someone that she has this guy that she was FaceTiming right before the show started that wants to see her afterwards, that they're planning to watch the show back together. That would that was a dumb move on Cassidy's part. Seemed that way to me as well. So anyway, that's my fatherly advice for the week. Great. Well, that's actually gonna have to last us two weeks because there is no new episode next week. I, I, I saw that, that, that we would be back in two weeks. So, you know, unless we want to clean out the, uh, the, the dad watches the bachelor mailbag next week, uh, we won't be back for two weeks. No, I think we're going to take a little break, you know, let you watch some Monday night football in peace. And, um, I think that it'll be nice to have a, a little downtime from looking at Clayton's face. I think we've only been into this for two weeks, right? We've only had two episodes and you already need downtime. That's That doesn't bode well for poor Clayton. No, it really doesn't. But anyways, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'd like to thank The Mesh for ha- producing our podcast as well as our producer, Moose, who always just loves listening to us talk about The Bachelor. Um, that's all we've got. So join us in two weeks to hear more about Clayton's season from the right perspectives and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.